When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to Claret and Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to the Claret and Blue podcast. My name is John Townley and I'm joined by Ashley Priest to review, I suppose, Villa's January window. Not so much a busy deadline day in terms of incomings, but the uh, window as a whole. Looking forward to the summer as well. Obviously, quite a few moves we expect in the summer rather than in January now. Only two arrivals. Last month, Ash, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm all good. Um, glad deadline day over and done with now. Back to the nitty gritty. Leicester at home, a Saturday three o'clock, a bit of a rare one. So, um, mm-hmm. looking forward to getting back to the match action because obviously not involved last week. So, it feels like it's been ages um, since that Southampton yeah. win. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to Saturday. Yeah, uh, I mean, as you say, it feels. How many weeks ago was that? Two weeks? The, the, the weekend since we last played. Obviously, didn't play in the, uh, the, the FA Cup at the weekend. But obviously, a lot of transfer news in the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I think it's... Let's just focus on the end of the season. Now, there's been a lot said on social media about the business or lack of business in January. So, we'll um, touch on that today. But overall, Ash, your thoughts on the window. We'll go into the details as we go on. But your overall thoughts on the window. Are Villa a bit light or... I'm fine with it. I am. I really am. I'm okay with it. Um, no panic buying. No, no buying for the sake of buying. Um, I think Emery likes a small squad as it is. I think in your clubs and your your people, they like, they like small squads as well. So the, the core of the squad's there. You're forgetting, John, this, this squad here has won five out of the last seven. It's pretty decent. So um, I'm, I'm pretty content with it. And I know the striker department does worry me a little bit. Um, letting Ings go, the top scorer there and Bringing in the unknown Durani. I know Emery wanted an experienced number nine, didn't he? He said Duran Duran's another signing. I want I want a, a direct replacement for Danny Ings. Didn't get that. So Villa have sat on it and they'll um, they'll address that in the summer now. So I'm happy. I'm pretty content with the options I've got. I think Bertrand Shaw coming back is is decent. I think he he felt he was harshly treated under Gerard. Clean slide of him under Emery, and a, an option from off the bench, a decent option as well. We saw what he did in his first season at Villa Park. Got a goal in him. Um, just, just need to stay injury free now. So on the whole, yeah, Alex Moreno settled in really well. All eyes on John Duran, I think. What can he do? Can he be this, this ice, ice, ice in the pack? Can he take it by storm? Similar how some of the the Brighton unknowns have done in, in the league, yeah. John. Um, yeah. When Benteke stormed on the, stormed on the scene, we didn't know a lot about him. So I'm hoping it um, can really get an early goal and, and really really push us forward. So. Overall, I'm 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 with the club. I'm I'm, I'm okay with it, and just hope this form continues. How are you reflecting on it the day after? I I totally agree with you. I think it was one of those where, as a fan, <laughs> you want to be involved in deadline day and you want to be involved in the build up. As reporters and journalists, you don't, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you want to be involved and you want to be amongst. You know, you want to be spending money. And by the way, Villa have the money to spend. We all know that. It's just Emery doesn't want to. 
I don't want to say stockpile players, but he doesn't want to add players that he knows isn't going to be in his long-term plans. And that's what we've done previously. And I went through our January business over the last like four years, our last four January windows. And I could only count three players that were a success, I suppose, in Tyron Mings obviously being one. Uh, Pepe Reina, because it served a purpose. And yeah. Courtney Howe, because it served a purpose. But the rest of it is, you know, like a Morgan Sanson didn't work. Freddie Gilbert didn't work. Last summer as well, I mean, sorry, last January, obviously Luca Dean and Philip Coutinho, we were all really excited about that. And two good players, but two players who now face arguably uncertain futures under a new manager. So yeah. you've really got to, you got to sort of you know, get your ducks in order for a, for a January window. And there's no point in panic buying because rarely will you get any, any, eh, any success out of that, shall I say. So I'm totally with the club, as you say, let's wait till the summer. And then we can properly build a squad that's capable of challenging for the top seven and I know we're only well we three points away from the top six yeah and that's been a lot by fans um you know why not do it now when Liverpool and Chelsea aren't uh, performing as well as what they should be but I'm thinking well if we're going to be good enough to get the top six or top seven then that's someone else's worry if that makes sense if we're good enough we'll be there it doesn't matter when else is doing you know like a West Ham or a Leicester they were there because they deserve to be there it wasn't because other teams were having off seasons um mm. so yeah it's all about the summer for me uh if we speak about deadline day, obviously you mentioned Troy. That was probably the main, the main bit of news, really. Um, I think if you said to a Villa fan, at the start of the month, <laughs> the attack that you'll be adding to the squad is a player that's you know out on loan and through and it's coming back, you wouldn't necessarily be um, impressed, I suppose, or slightly underwhelmed is probably a better word. But as you yeah. say, I think in the first season it was seven goals, seven assists. Um, then he was injured for the next campaign. Then obviously Gerard last summer. Uh, got shot of him, sent him out on loan, him and Trezeguet leaving, left us with no real options out wide. So, if anything, it's just more depth, it's more um, competition for places, and I'm, I know he's injured at the moment. Um, yeah. And Emery did ask for that specialist, a specific winger, but again, I think it's the right decision. If if players aren't available, like Delafay or whoever else, if they're not coming, then why waste money or, you know, say, do a knee-jerk reaction, sign someone that possibly won't make the grade and I'm not saying Troy will this season but for 18 games it's good cover isn't it yeah 100% otherwise you'll be having players like your Sansons like your Gilberts around the club not playing unhappy mm. and yeah. I think I think the group's more tighter now everyone's playing well confidence is up the deadwood's been shifted which is half the battle a lot of the time anyway to get rid of players that's that's really tough so they've, they've managed to do that now they've streamlined the squad it's just a case of if, if injuries creep up and Hopefully, Ali Watkins. He's proved he's proved he's robust enough, hasn't he? I, I can't can't recall many injuries from from Watkins' behalf. So he's got a lot to do. Watkins be the main man again for this half of the season. Um, but other than that, I think we're all stuck. We've got John McGinn back this weekend. Luca Dean's back um, to give us some more depth at left back. And yeah, um, it's okay for me. Like you say, you don't want to be signing players for the sake of it. Then eighteen months down the line, they're not playing. We need to sell them again. So. I think Villa have taken a step back, taken a deep breath, and with with um, they're going to attack the summer. I think they'll have a big summer. Pretty cliche, we say it every year, don't we? But I think this time they will. I think they put the brakes on in January with a purpose of, of, of going at the summer, which I think will start now, to be fair, in these next few weeks. They'll, they'll put the ducks in order, like they did with Kamara, like they did with Diego Carlos. I think, I think we'll see quite a few early deals, John, I think. Yeah, you would have thought so as well. The way that we did it last summer, obviously Johan Langer having to say in all of those deals too, clearly again got the ducks in order for the summer. Um, that's what we'll be doing again, I'm sure of it, as you say. Um, I think you, you look at someone like a trail, right, and say it's a clean slate, 
under Emery. But, I mean, I'm not trying to say it'd be anything more than that. But obviously, with the squad that we've got now, you're thinking, well, he's improved a number of those players and they can play to a certain level. Again, there's no need to be spending a load of money on players that he just won't be using long-term. It's, it's, it's a long-term strategy. And I know Villa have come from the Championship, what, four seasons ago? Versus yeah. fans have been saying, oh, it's a big summer. We've got loads of money. We're going to spend. We can do this and we can challenge for Europe. And we've probably been sucked into that, I think, over the last two years, possibly since the uh, season that Smith was, uh, we got to, well, was it 11th, the season yeah. after we stayed up. I don't think everyone presumed that after that, I would be, you know, gunning for European football, even though we sold Grealish. Um, and that'll be that. And I was sucked into that too. But now it does feel like, okay, we do have an elite manager now and we have money to spend. We know we do because the net spend over the last couple of years hasn't been, you know, anything like it was when we first got promoted. So, yeah, we've got money in the bank. There's a lot to go at and we have an elite manager. So now it really is time to do the European challenge <laughs> as yeah. such. Where it was almost like, a, well, I hope we can do that. But now it feels like we genuinely can. And Emery needs players that he knows he's going to trust. And that was what he was saying throughout the whole month. It was a case of, I will only sign players that I know and I know will improve the team. That's why he was linked with Gendouzi and other players because he knows them. Mm. You know, I'm sure there's a couple of Villarreal lads as well that he's looking at too. They were probably completely unattainable last month. But in the summer, you might be looking at them again. So it's all about building, but it's building to a purpose. It's not just adding players and hoping that they work under, say, Stephen Gerrard or Smith. Emery knows what he wants and we'll get it. It's just that last month, it wasn't attainable to do so. And we can't be sitting there thinking, oh, the club haven't pulled out all the stocks or whatever. Maybe we're not you know, as ambitious as what, as what we once were. I'd, I'd put yeah. it the other way. When we're just as ambitious because we have Emery, plus we have sort of the... Um, a sensible approach with it as well, which is um, you know, only a good thing for the future. To go on other business, Ash, obviously there's quite a lot of outgoings. Um, yesterday, Nakamba, Aaron Ramsey, and I've missed one. Bogard as well went to Bristol Rovers today. Um, as you say, he's cleared the squad out, and that's half the battle, usually. You mentioned Danny Ings, Gilbert, Sanson leaving too. Was you more surprised with Benrek or and Benrek and Augustinson leaving on a well, they didn't leave the obviously cut short their loans. Were you surprised by that? Was that a bit brutal or was it sending a message of if you're not good enough, you're not going to be in the squad? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, not good enough. Um, yeah, didn't play a lot of football. Makes you, makes you question who bought them in the first place last last summer. What was the need for them? I, I think I think it just sends a big, big message, John, that you've got to be at a certain level to play for Unai Emery. And those who've headed out clearly aren't. Um, and yeah, pretty brutal. I quite like that. Like that. Um, well, I with the Danny Ings sale, um, top score at the moment. He's gone. Were you happy with that? I mean, looking back, is could that could that bite Villa on the bum? I think potentially, but I suppose again, it's a long term view of Danny Ings is not going to bring in 15 million pounds again, possibly not no. even possibly not in 10 million because his contract's running out. Um, 12 months left in the summer, or it would have been. Yeah, this is the last time that we're going to get a decent. A bit of money for him, and obviously he's on a big wage as well. I think in hindsight, you look at it and think Danny Ings is fine to bring into the club, but for the money that we did, potentially that was a, a poor decision because we were always going to lose a, a lot of money. 
on him. So we probably thought, well, if we can cut, you know, ten million pound instead of fifteen or twenty, yeah. let's do it. As, as you say, John uh, John Duran, you know, comes as a bit of an unknown quantity and as a teenager, but clearly someone at the club rates and is as you say impressed as well yeah. in training. So. You know, again, for the sake of eighteen games, I'd rather see John Duran, you know, come into the fold, and we might not exactly. score as many goals or even win as many games. And I know that's not negative, but we are genuinely gearing up for next season. And I know there's a lot of comments in in the comment section saying we can compete for Europe this season, and I totally agree. But in terms of a long term view and a long term. You know, I, I don't think that's sustainable to think of oh, this season we can get it. Because what if we did get top six this season? Then in the summer we'd be looking at it and thinking, blimey, we have to sign all of these players. We have to do, you know, all these other games. We have to go to Slovenia to play the playoff game. And I know again, <laughs> it doesn't sound particularly, you know, I don't know what, quite the, what the right word is, but we want to get into Europe and stick there. Yeah. West Ham have done it and dropped back almost into a relegation fight. Leicester have done it and dropped back into a relegation fight. We need to yeah. do it in a way that will be sustainable and getting top six this season for me would be a bit of a fluke because of how bad we were at the start. So we know what these players are capable of, but also what the limitations are too. So we need to keep adding to the squad um, as we can and whoever Emery wants, we buy those players. Um, and if that's not something we can do this month, then fair enough. But yeah, to go back to wings, I was, you know, again, content with the sale. He was hardly putting up many trees and I know he was our top scorer, but I do think we're spreading goals a lot now across the yeah. squad. We're not, our top score is not going to be on three goals and we're in, um, you know, again, three points off top six if the rest of the squad weren't contributing as well. Um, so I was happy with that. But with 18 games left of the season, you say we've wasted a few years. It really does feel like this is now um, the time to kick on. And I'll be backed with money, as, as you know, obviously, as we suspect in the summer. What are we expecting in the summer, Ash, in terms of players? Obviously, we mentioned striker, mm. a winger potentially too, because we didn't bring one in. Genduzzi, maybe. What's the what are you thinking? I know it's yeah, early. I think yeah, I'm thinking a bit, a bit of an over, overhaul to be honest. People like Callum Chambers and people like that, their future will be reviewed. I'll probably give Ashley Young a new deal. I think he deserves one. I'll give him another, another year. Um, I'll be on the scene and stuff, but but yeah. Matteo Gunduzi, that, that, that appears to be on. Marseille didn't want to sell him this, this window. They're chasing Champions League football. With that comes a bucket load of money. So that's one one on hold, one on the back burner for now. Um, but yeah, it's that, that attacking attacking third, isn't it, John? Yeah. Winger he wants. Um, I've been linked with Williams at, at Bilbao. You can see that, can't you? The, the, lad, the lad at Las Palmas as well. So he's doing, he's doing his due diligence over in Spain. But like you say, this January, players, players aren't too keen to move either um, midway through a season, unless you're throwing loads, loads of money at it. So, they've, um, like I say, they've taken a breath and they're going to, I think they'll, they'll attack it in the summer. A lot of players are out on loan at the moment. They're going to try and get, get some fees for them as well. I'm thinking of your Keenan Davises, your, your Jaden Philogenes, and the comeback, and we get a fee for him 12 months before his contract's up. So, yeah, a lot of trimming the fat. Um, and those out on loan hopefully move on permanently, make space for. For a lot, of, a lot of incomings, to be fair, John, and those that are strengthening the starting eleven as well, and move Villa to that next level because they're teetering around at the mid-table bit at the moment. Um, hopefully, the cement's the top, top half finish. But next season's the one, isn't it? Keep we do keep saying it every year. Don't we? Next season's the one. But um, I truly believe that with, with Emery's first pre-season, he's he's, he's he's got amongst the group already, and look what they're doing for him as well. So any yeah. any doubters who, who question the appointment and whether you can do it in the Premier League, have been silenced, haven't they? Really, he's, he's really taken it to a new level. 
transformed the whole place. And it's that elite level manager um, we've got and the difference is there and it's there for all to see. So, yeah, up front, I think we need a new number nine coming in in the summer to rival your Watkins and, and, and Duran and people like that. So, yeah, an experienced strikeout, hard to come by in January, much more easier to get in the summer. You've got a, um, a long time to do, get, get a deal done there. And, yeah, got a winger or two. Um, so, yeah, I'm quite excited about the summer already. Yeah, I think that's what it will be. It will be a few attacking options as well. And as you mentioned, it's uh, we know the January window is difficult, but to sign a striker, the striker market's incredibly... It's, it's horrible at the moment. You, you know, again, you sign players worth 35-plus million and they can't score four goals in the Premier League like a Skamaka or whoever, you know, West Ham. Exactly that. that. Um, but in January, it's even... Like, if you take it from our point of view, because we, to, to improve our squad and to improve our league position, we need to sign players who are as good, if not better, than our eleven. Because uh, that will improve the bench, obviously, if we upgrade on a Watkins or a Bailey, they drop to the bench or, you know, compete for places. That's how you improve your team, right? For us to do that, we're going to have to go to clubs in Europe or in the Premier League and say, can we have one of your best players? In January, they're, they are, they're probably not going to sell it anyway. But then if you put in our position, I don't know, if uh, a team wants to buy one of our best players, let's say Ollie Watkins or Emmy Martinez, and they say, we'll offer you more than what it's worth. Let's offer you £50 million for Watkins, for example, 10 days from the window shutting. Although that's good money for Watkins, we'll say, no, it's not for sale because we can't then go out in the market and replace exactly. him. So imagine us doing that to a club in Europe who can't pay for, you know, pay for the bills <laughs> pretty works much. Both, works both ways, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So it, like, imagine if Bayern Munich came in for Emi Martinez this January. All the Villa fans would be laughing about it because he's not for sale. Well, that's exactly how Marseille think about Gendouzi or other players. We don't have a divine right to just buy players to improve the team. It won't happen. This is no. where clubs like your Brightons and Leicester's previously and other clubs need you know so much credit for how they go about their business and are successful with it too so that's something that Villa needs to tap into and hopefully you know a, a John Durant for example or an Alex Moreno because he's cheap for I know he's getting on to 30 it's cheap for the quality that he has that's where Villa need to be more savvy in the market instead of paying over the odds for players who everyone knows about and has a big name but why hasn't he made that step up we've, we've always seemed to be that club who buys a player who isn't quite good enough for a top six club um and it kind of settles with us and then we don't really know what to do with them. So it's for me, it's all about Emery. We know Emery's got more sort of power, I suppose, in the transfer market. And that's only going to be a good thing uh, for the summer. Um, any other positions? I mean, I think you mentioned that Callum Chambers. I think defensive options could be yeah. something on the wish list as well. You, obviously, Diego Carlos is coming back, but that would leave Mings, uh, Mings Carlos and Conser if Chambers was to leave. Potentially a centre back because we haven't improved that. I mean, obviously you've got Carlos, but you know, two players per position. You need quality there, right back as well. Obviously, actually, young new contract, hopefully. But at the same time, you're looking at Matt Cash and thinking, well, is he an Emery player because he hasn't particularly played under Emery yet. Yeah. He's been used, has been used sparingly. Um, yeah, in midfield looks okay, and left back is obviously signed as well. But I'd expect us maybe to be looking to bring in a couple of defensive reinforcements as well. So you say an overhaul, really. Um, but again, it's being frugal in the market. It's buying players that Emery wants, and and that's the uh, and that's the way to go. Yeah, hundred percent, totally agree. <clears throat> they'll have time to do that now. And like you say, I think they'll, 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 they'll you sport in your uh, Lango do what they did last season, try and get him in early as possible. I think the the Kamara one went in for that was done in May, wasn't it? As recently as May. So I yep. hopefully we can do a few of them early doors, get them in the building, yep. get them on the preseason tour, and um, and yeah. 
really exciting. Like you say, a complete overhaul. I, I totally agree with you, John. Um, yeah, defence, midfield and, and, and attack. Like you say, the squad's quite, quite thin as it is now. There'll be more to leave in the summer, for sure. And and yeah, it's about beefing it up with real quality. Yeah. Good. Right. I think that just about does us. Obviously, not the longest video in the world because I'm not Dan Ronison and I can't talk forever. <laughs> 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 it's a bit of a quiet deadline day as well and I'm sure Villa fans are you know, getting over it already um, and looking forward to this summer so thanks for joining me Ash thanks for the uh, participation in the comments as well guys I've been reading them in my head and they've contributed to our conversations as well so thank you for that if you're watching the rerun 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 thanks for watching too and we'll be back I think on Friday for a Leicester City preview after Ash has been to Bodymore here for the press conference so up until then thank you for watching and up the villa. Nice one. Thank you for listening to Claret and Blue and Aston Villa podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please do let us know. We love hearing your thoughts and comments. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, up the villa.